China club one night and this lady came up to me and she was like we always use girls like you on our tv show and i said oh really and she goes yeah give me a call if you want to watch the show first come on out We're, we film on fridays she gave me her phone number and i was like okay and the only reason i called her is because it was a girl if it was a guy i'd have been like whatever but it was a girl and she was the director's assistant i believe and it was married with children. It's all about you. It's all about me. It's all about you. It's all about us. So, yeah, we talked before about how Maria doesn't always recognize celebrities. And, well, I mean, sometimes she doesn't even recognize me. But um, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I can think of a few times you're like, "Really? Is that him?" Oh no, my God. I have never said that. <laughs> really? Well, we'll see later in our story. I think maybe you have. Uh oh. That one time in the airport. Oh. But I mean, it's severe. People have no idea what we're talking about. It's it's massively severe. I actually watched eight seasons of that one show. What's it called? Um, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yeah, I love that show. <laughs> she loved the show so much that <laughs> on the like eleventh episode of the eighth season, she's like, "No, who's this guy? <laughs> Did he change his hair? <laughs> I think his beard maybe got." Bigger or something. I have a thing that if somebody changes their hair, I might not recognize them. And I'm I'm terrible now because I I should probably look this up. I think it's Jon Snow or I love I liked him. Yeah, maybe it was he had her, a coat on. <laughs> it was her favorite actor of the series, and eight seasons in, oh my fifteen God. or sixteen episodes into the eighth season, and she's like, "No, who's this guy here? What's what's his deal?" And I'm like, "Oh, her daughter had, had uh, warned me about it." Yeah, well, you know. And especially but, if I meet them in real life and their personality does not match their character, forget about it. I will not know who you are. There you go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so um, how this ties in is um, she uh, actually offered a job once because she didn't recognize people, I think, for the, uh, oh, yeah, that political job maybe or something? No, I forgot what it was, but the mayor of Las Vegas wanted well, to hire me. More than likely, it's a form of a political job. If you're working for the mayor. I figured you'd make a loud noise so we'd stop if you drank. Because you can hear you going, when you did that, so. Can you hear me doing this? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Stop. Okay, stop. Okay. You can hear that? Wait. We already talked about that mayor thing, but I was going to talk about um, when we do the Mark Slaughter. I don't know. You tell me. How does that tie in? Well, even if you have a music video out and somebody's like, yeah, they're looking all badass and they're in real life kind of a person, no, for sure not 
recognize you too. What's your face? What is that? What does that mean? I was just curious on what type of a neat, neat person was. I knew you were thinking that. Well, you know, like they, so, you know, they sometimes have an image. Your band has an image, like but a persona. They're like, you know, yeah, and it doesn't. It comes across. They have fire and you know, and lights and stuff, and then. I remember one time I was watching, I was actually at Andy John's house at a Sunday pool party, as we used to call them, oh. and uh, everyone's kind of having a good time and drinking and stuff, and this super freaking, something about this guy had just oozed cool. He was so freaking cool. He had like just a blue jean jacket on, just just wore like street clothes, and but something about him, you know, and I was like, that guy's fucking cool. He should be like a, a lead singer or something. He had like dark hair. Real long, dark, thick hair, and so and I didn't recognize him. It was D. Snyder. <laughs> he had dark hair. Oh, I always thought he had white hair. <laughs> it's like that guy, like normal back then in the eighties. Wait, he, what band was he? It was in Twisted Sister. I don't want to make it. No, that's not the right words. <laughs> I, I, I believe that is a, close to the medley, the melody, though. Yeah. Wow, we're a freaking mess today. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, uh, we're not going to take it. I believe was the words. <laughs> We're not. What did I say? Um, I'm not going to make it. <laughs> it is hot in here. <laughs> and who let that freaking Garfield cat in here? I didn't even invite that dude. Oh my gosh! Okay. All right. So, <laughs> so yeah, I was like, "Wow, that dude's so cool!" And somebody goes, "No, he is a lead singer." I was like, "Oh, really? What band is it?" And they're like, "You know the band?" You know? I was like, "I don't think so." I mean, I've never seen that guy before. He had sunglasses on. But, you know, I mean, when you see him in the videos and stuff, he, you know, that like almost white blonde hair and all that makeup and yeah. vaudevillian kind of vibe. That's right, because he is like a normal person, because I've seen him on Melrose one time, and he was like totally normal, and he's really smart. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah he's super... Was, Wait, he's the one that went to Congress and got the yeah. explicit thing off of... Wait, I don't know. Well, he definitely <laughs> went to Congress, that's for sure, and and when he speaks, it makes sense, and... Don't proud, send me to Congress. <laughs> proud that he's a rock and roller because he, he represents us well. But yeah, he's fucking cool as hell. And um, hanging out and rapped with him is just not what I expected at all. And like I said, he had like, I was like, wow, he should just, you know, at that time things were changing. It was before Nirvana, but after, you know, the glam thing was kind of like going down and Guns N' Roses hit. So just kind of that whole sleazy heroin junkie vibe was. Yeah. Kind of cool for a minute. And um, he looked more of that vibe, just normal every day. But his hair was dark. Hmm. So I don't know. Well, see, so now you know what my issue is with not recognizing people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had that happen once in my life, and, and you have it happen every day, once probably. or twice a day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so one of the worst things that happened when I was this working. This is a pretty good story. <laughs> was working at the Olympic Gardens. Now, the Olympic Gardens is the topless club I worked at in Las Vegas that I used to drive from the Rainbow, working during the week, to the Olympic Gardens in Las Vegas on the weekends. Yeah, and we we found out last night, we were driving around the valley, and she's like, you know, I probably could have saved a lot of time and gas money and everything like that if I just would have drove to the... Candy Cat or something. Yeah, the Candy Cat over here in Topanga. (laughs) Instead of Las Vegas, I could have just... Well, you know, know, my intentions were I was going to waitress somewhere that made a lot of money. So anyway, I was working there. And the Olympic Gardens (laughs) was a 
a place where you had to walk around and talk to people, and you'd have to ask somebody for a dance. Oh, this is a good song. Do you want to dance? And a dance meant you were going to dance for the guy or a girl if they paid you. It was 20 bucks a song, mm-hmm. and you danced in front of them, mm-hmm. and you had to be like a foot away. I mean, allegedly. Right. Right, because, I mean, most of those places I've been to, they actually sit on your lap at least. I know, you're not allowed to, but anyway. There's a lot of sitting going on <laughs> and rubbing. <laughs> well, if you're topless, you dance topless in front of the guy, you know, for the whole song, la, la, la. Oh, I like this song. Oh, do you want... Would you I, like one more? Oh, yeah, you want another? Oh, yeah, it's really hard. I mean, it's, it's one of my favorite songs. Yeah. You, oh, mm-hmm. God, I'd really like to dance mm-hmm. to one more. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we're doing two yeah. for 35. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then once an hour, I think, it depends on how many girls were working, you would get called up to dance on stage. And then if people wanted to tip you up there, they could. But they also might go, oh, I want her to dance for me. Right? Yeah, it's like a little showcase up yeah. on the stage. So that's the Olympic Garden. That's the, you know. what. And a lot the, of those, I don't know if Olympic Gardens, but a lot of clubs like that do uh, the cattle call once every hour or two, two or no, every girl goes up and. no. Parades around a little bit and then does well, When I worked there, they did. price. No, I, when I worked there, they didn't do that. So, anyway, anyway, I was there at one night and there was a lot of girls that worked there and there was a girl that liked me and she goes, I really want to fix you up with somebody. It was one of my boyfriend's friends and her boyfriend was a tech or a roadie for the band Slaughter. Okay. And the the <laughs> he was a tech for the band Slaughter up all night sleep, sleep all day. day that's right okay and then actually do you remember this the first time we ever saw Mark Slaughter he was in a band called Vinnie Vincent Invasion oh yeah and they opened up for Alice Cooper uh-huh. at the Gardens in Louisville oh and my buddy was their guitar tech Tim oh see so here another Tech, okay. Yeah, he, he was uh, he was their guitar tech. He might have got fired that night because, side story real quick, they had a four-track cassette tape thing doing all their backing vocals. Did he screw it up? Yeah. Yeah, he accidentally, um, they, they decided to change the set list order. Oh, they forgot to tell him? And they told him, but he smoked a lot of weed. And um, whenever he went to skip the second song, he accidentally rewound it. And so... During their second song, which was the third song, usually of the night, the backups from the first song played one more time. So you talk about absolutely making it oh, oh. positively obvious that you weren't even singing the backups. Dana Strom was really pissed off, and I'm fairly certain he got fired. But yet, Dana and Mark Slaughter were both in Vinnie Vincent Invasion. I'm not certain about the drummer. It may even be the drummer that ended up in Slaughter. I, don't know. I think Vinnie quit. And they created Slaughter from that band somehow. Huh? Well, I didn't know. I didn't he had know. green hair that night. Is it oh. something the the highlights had gone off? They done it himself, or you remember the weirdest things? But yeah, well, I remember. <laughs> At least I remember you he remember had the highest stuff. voice I'd ever heard in my life, too. Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't know much about them, but I've seen their music videos. You know, Flight an Angel, Up All Night, blah blah blah. For, didn't know he was in Vinnie Vincent and all that. Mm-hmm. So the girl's like, I really want you to meet this guy who works with my boyfriend. I said, okay, well, he's going to come in tonight at the strip club and meet you. Oh, okay, great. 
So I'm walking around, la, la, la. And she comes and finds me and says, hey, he's here. I said, okay. So she comes and gets me and shows me to his table where he's sitting. And there's probably like six girls all around him. And I'm saying this because we're at a strip club and that's what the girls do. They go and they ask the guys for a dance. They, you know, they, you know, meander around and stuff. So I didn't think much of all the girls around him, except maybe he was a local and they knew him or they were asking for a dance, blah, blah, blah. And so I sit down too with all these other (laughs) girls and there was a song on because they had music playing and he kept doing like a drum, like... Air drums. Yeah, air drums. So... You know, we're supposed to be talking. And in a way, he's a little bit shy. He's not like real outgoing. And um, I was like, oh, so because he was air drumming, I go, oh, are you the drum roadie? (laughs) 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 And I just assumed it was a a roadie. I would have made the same assumption. Yeah. Yeah. Except for the fact that he looked just like Mark Slaughter. It was dark in there. <laughs> okay. I just didn't. Right, right. It just did not dawn on me. Right. So, so I'll teach you lead singers don't air drum around strippers. <laughs> oh, is that the moral uh, of yes, the story? That's the moral story. Do not air drum around strippers. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so the moral of the story is that. Well, anyways, he's like, no. And then I don't even remember what else we said. And then finally, you know, uh, somehow, I don't even remember how I found out he, oh, he said something like, oh, no, I'm Mark, which I still didn't get it. I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. And then, you know, we got talking, and then it was like, ding. I was like, oh, my God, that's Mark Slaughter. What? She didn't tell me that. So, you know, after a little bit, I decided I was kind of embarrassed that I didn't know who it was. And then it, I was like, oh, that's why all those girls were there. So I walked backstage. It's all making sense now. Yeah, I walked backstage. I'm kind of like oh, embarrassed. And I felt stupid that I didn't know who it was. And I was doing something. She comes back and she goes, oh, he, he liked you. He wants your number. And I go, um... I didn't even know who he was. I don't think that he did. Oh, no. He liked that you didn't know who he was. And I'm like, oh, okay. All right. I go, I'm really embarrassed that I didn't know. And he goes, no, that's cool. And I'm like, all right. So I kind of get that because I went out with a few girls here and there because they had no idea that I even played music. And I was like, oh, it was kind of. Nice. Because. You just felt like just a normal person maybe or something. Yeah. Well, if girls are always like, it's kind of. Yeah. 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 I get that. So I went out with him, and um, I remember he said, hey, do you want to come to my house for dinner? With that other girl, the girl and her boyfriend who set me up, we were all going to eat dinner at his house. So me and Mark went and got food at the grocery store. This is how popular he was at the time. We are at the grocery store. We're down the cereal aisle, and there's people going, grabbing a cereal box. Oh, Mark, Mark, can you sign this? And it was like a Cheerios box. And I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> he's so popular, he's signing Cheerio boxes. And I I started feeling bad. I was like, why didn't I know who it was? I felt stupid. And um, then we go back and we made dinner and we hung out. And he's super nice. And, you know. Right. Yeah. 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 So She didn't like him. He was way too damn nice. He was... So, no, I like nice guys, but he was a really, he was a little bit too religious for me, and I just didn't think it was a good fit. But I really liked Mark. Jesus Christ, are you serious? Shh, that's not, you're not supposed to say that. Huh? <laughs> Holy hell, are you kidding me? No. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. Well, that, that's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I like that. Can you you know come up with any other times well, something like that may what, happen? We uh, probably a million, but I did want to clarify the Paul McCartney story. Oh yes, yeah. She, she talked about Paul McCartney. And I Last said, episode, I talked about Mar- Paul McCartney, and Shane kept going, "Is that when you saw him in concert?" And I was like, "No, what are you talking about?" And we figured out after what yeah. we were talking about. Yeah. So I was working at the China Club, and they somebody couldn't go to a Wings concert. I didn't know what Wings was. You know, they were like, hey, you want to go to Wings? We have front row. And I'm, I just heard front row at a concert? Sure. And I went with the rest of the group at the China Club to a front row Wings concert, and it was so good. And I was like, wow, this is good. And how, how, so, how many songs in did you tell someone next to you that you thought, wow, this is really good? <laughs> Who knows? Because they, they had some great songs, and I can't even think of any of them right now. because It was like, Jet. I'll make a always know you. Whatever the words are. But yeah, and like, you know, that one kind of huge song and uh and live and let die. Oh, oh that's his? Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. you just, you know. Every other song, a band on the run. That's his too? Oh, well, yeah. see? Mm-hmm. I mean, every song was so great. I mean, the band was so good. At any point, did you realize where the lead guy in Wings came from? Well, if somebody would have said Paul McCartney and Wings, but no, they were like Wings. Okay, yeah. Wings. No, no, no. I understand at the beginning, but I'm saying at some point when you were at the, did you realize no. that you were at the concert? At any point, did you realize that you were actually one row from a Beatle? No, because I don't think I'd seen the Beatles. You know, when you see a Beatle when they're really young or the band really young, and then all of a sudden he's older and he's not with the same group. Look. And he probably had his hair cut <laughs> differently. It was a different haircut, for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like he probably introduced his wife on the keyboards, Linda McCartney. Oh, that would totally screw me up. <laughs> <laughs> the blonde haired girl that plays the played the one finger keyboard and sang the interesting um, color notes in the courses that, that they did. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So you saw the, so so out of the concert you're like, wow. They are really good. What a great band. Which I could see you like in the band because oh, yeah. they're fucking, yeah, you don't get really any better than that. Mm-hmm. So that I could see that, but still, like you're on the ride home in the car and stuff and just. I really, I don't remember. I just remember. That you'd seen a Beatle. Yeah, I just remember thinking, wow, why didn't somebody tell me it was Paul McCartney and Wings? But, you know. I, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So that's how deep it is, folks. <laughs> it's deep. <laughs> See, you know, it started off with not knowing who uh, Ed O'Neill was. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, oh yeah, you remind me. Do you do you know my sister? <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, wait. Now I did go to a party with Amy. You know, Amy was my roommate. I went to a party to Charlie Sheen's house for uh, Super Bowl. One did year. you know who Charlie was? I did. Really? I did. I met Charlie once at the well at the clinic that one time. Yeah, we have a few run-ins with Charlie, but this particular one, and I also knew who Sean Penn was, because Sean Penn was there hitting on Amy, Mm, Yeah, and he had just broken up with Madonna or who, I don't know that story, but... Well, right around that same time, so that would have been after, obviously, the time period we're talking now, when we were single, Yeah, I had the Peugeot before I... So, no... Okay, just for that alone, I know. I got the Nova before we broke up. We had that one Paul guy, I think his name was, yeah. 
sell the car, right? So prior to that, at some time when we were still living together in Hollywood, like the last week I had the Peugeot before it went on auction block, I may have told this story already, but I'll tell it again. You did. I'm driving down the street, and there's a Sean Penn in the rain wanting to ride to... Oh, yeah. He's wanting to ride to Malibu. And because he just got in, uh, like in a fight with Madonna, right? He had a black eye. Like, yeah. I assumed it was from Madonna smacking him one. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. maybe it was some dude. I don't know. Who knows what Allegedly. happened? Allegedly. Right. <laughs> well, all this is alleged, of course. But I was like, dude, I'd love to give you a ride. I don't think my car can make it. <laughs> Which is true. Well, at least you were nice and you, you know? pulled over and we're going to pick up thought, somebody with a black eye. I just saw some guy getting completely, you know, when it rains here, it pours. Yeah. And, and he was getting just pummeled. Yeah. And just to see somebody with their actual thumb out in Beverly Hills was so weird. That is true. I you felt don't like see it was, that. a, it's like it was rare. a movie or something, you know. And well, then it was a movie star. Well, so I'm at the Super Bowl party, and they, you know, I I bet you there was a bunch of other stars that I don't know who they were. Uh, I I'm bet sure. the place was packed full of stars. Right, but so I know that me and Amy walked around the house to look around because someone's like, he has a bat pole, or I don't know if it was a bat pole or a fire. Pole. They're the same thing. Batman had a fire pole. Oh, okay. But he yeah. called it to the bat pole, Robin. Oh, okay. But it was actually a fire pole. Yeah, so we saw that. But we walked into the kitchen, and there was Charlie Sheen sitting on a chair, and there was all these girls around him. And we knew a couple of the girls, and it was kind of weird. We walked through, and all these, like, some girls were, like, at his feet, kissing his knees, and some were rubbing his hair, and we were like, huh. It was just weird. And it was, you know, we, were, we walked. You just thought that was a bit that was quite a lot of affection from so many different girls, you thought? Yeah, and all at the same time, and we're not at the Olympic Gardens, so I'm like, huh, that is weird. Right, you'd seen that kind of <laughs> behavior before, <laughs> but not actually in someone's home. Yeah, at right. third party. Well, I'd seen that kind of behavior in a home, but I drove girls to bachelor parties. Right, so that's maybe, then you wouldn't look at it differently, but this was just out of character. Context. Well, it was like, it wasn't until the Heidi Fleiss thing broke. Uh-oh. Is when I went, oh, those girls were allegedly from Heidi Fleiss. And there was two people that we knew. And I ended up later when I was pregnant running into the one girl. And she was just like, had a BMW and a cell phone. And she said she was on welfare because she was a single mom. And that this is how she made it. And I was like, how do you make it? on welfare and you have a cell phone and a BMW and just that's when it all clicked. Oh, she worked for Heidi Fleiss. What was that woman that Heidi used to work for then she split away? Madam Alex. Okay, something like that. That sounds right. And then she took over. Heidi Fleiss, I guess Madam Alex had all these older, I don't want to call them prostitutes. Well, they were call girls. They were high-end. High-end. Call girls, but they were getting in their 30s and 35. And that's over the hill, 30. That's what they were saying. Yeah. Instead of like 20 and 25. And Heidi used to... And so Heidi started recruiting the younger girls for Madam Alex or whatever her name was. And then Heidi said, you know what? I'm going to do this myself. I see what's going on here. Yeah. I'm getting a very small piece of this pie. I want it all. Yeah. And so she took all the young hot chicks and started her own thing. Of course, we know how that ended up, but, you know, still cool. And she has like two... (laughs) Wait. Help me with the word documentaries. Yes. <laughs> Two documentaries, yeah. Actually, we ran into girls like that, probably at Body Language. I, God, I'm pretty certain there were 
three girls that worked for her that worked for her or worked for Madam Alex maybe I think yeah you've always because it was during that time period yeah and um I went out with a few of them I don't know why they they probably just wanted to go out with some bum ass musician that wasn't paying for their company I don't you know what I mean no the girls when you are working in that kind of field you how do you say this nicely you, if I'm going up to a guy and be like, oh, do you want to dance? You're just using them for money or to try to make a living or try to do your job. It's not because you like them. The guy might think you like them. Right. So when you go out in real life, you're like, oh, who do I like? Oh, I like somebody that's my age or is into the same thing as me. And so they're going to go for someone like you more than... Oh, that's what? nice. So you're saying those girls actually liked me? Probably. Oh. You had all those girls going, ooh, shame, <laughs> <laughs> well, it definitely wasn't because I could afford the sex. <laughs> oh my god! I wasn't paying nobody for no sex. I tell you that right now. <laughs> I know. I, I heard some girls made like ten thousand dollars, like in one night. I mean, I, I well, kind of you over- know all kinds of stories. I don't know if we're going to get into that. Yeah, girls right. going to you know princes on yeah, different parts no, of the. We were not going to talk about that of the world and you Yet. know <laughs> harems and stuff like. Mm-hmm. We have all kinds of stories there, never ending. Just letting you guys know. know. Whoever's out there listening, <laughs> chirp, chirp. It's the only person listening is is the cat on the other side of the door because we're in the closet right now again. Ladies and gentlemen, in the closet in Valley Village with a cat outside the door, live, coming to you. And her tail keeps yeah, right. going through the bottom of the mm-hmm. crack. Yeah. We had to leave her outside the door because she was trying to eat our cords. She's a cord licker. <laughs> no, she's... Oh, yeah. Wait a minute. She's a handle licker and a cord chewer. Okay, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah, it. yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> that's an inside joke. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, should we do the Playboy Mansion? Playboy Mansion's always good. So, another thing, when I was living with Amy, we did a lot of stuff because we both were single. Yeah. Yeah. It seemed like Amy had a lot of keys to a lot of different places. She did because she was a model. And so there was clubs out in L.A. that would get a list of models and then call them or whatever you did back in the day. I guess you did call people and be like, hey, we're doing um, a club tonight at the Roxbury or at the blah, blah, blah. And and so she was on that list. And so she was like, hey, do you want to go to the Roxbury? And so I'd go with her to these Clubs that really weren't my thing, but I would go, and that's how we met that Scott Bayo. But she got invited to the Playboy Mansion lingerie night or something. And do you want to go? Yeah, yeah. Is this before you did Playboy lingerie magazines? Ooh, good question. I don't know. I don't. Because what I'm curious is, since you did actually do their magazines, were you ever personally invited? No, I think it's totally two different um, things. Okay, I do. All right. I think, yeah. I mean, unless you're actually a playmate. A playmate, yeah. Living with Hugh, who actually we know someone that did that yeah, as well. we do, yeah. A close friend of ours. You yeah, know, we know that too. Spent a little bit of her time with those six other girls, I think. Or is it, or is it before that? It was before that. It was before the... Back in the 80s. So it was prior to the six. She mm-hmm. was just like... So when he, when he had like one or two girls. <laughs> we'll have to ask at her. At time. But, um... So, Pre-Viagra, from what I understand. Oh, my gosh. So we went to the Playboy Mansion for lingerie night, and we had to wear lingerie. So I wore a unitard, a white, like, kind of fishnet unitard that went all the way up, and it was completely see-through. So I wore a white thong and bra underneath it. Hmm. And then it was real low in the back. It was really cute. Cool. And white 
pumps. You know. I bet I, you look great. Yeah, so I don't know what Amy wore. I just remember what I wore because, you know, you had to think about it. And I was like, oh, you know, what, do, what should I wear? And, I, and that kind of covered me enough. So Yeah, you, you know, as we've discussed before, it wasn't like you were afraid of being naked in public. Mm-mm, no. So we got out of the car at the mansion, and all of a sudden, all these paparazzis taking pictures of me, not Amy. And I was like, hey, who do you all think I am? And they said, oh, well, this guy came up, and he goes, oh, you look like my sister, Nicolette Sheridan, from behind. And they thought I was Nicolette Sheridan. That's a little creepy. If the brother saying, well, you look like my sister from behind, well, what does I that mean? Well, I don't even know if really that's his brother now that we've heard some things. I feel like it's somebody that maybe it's a stepbrother, but I don't know. But he even said... Even creepier. You know, if you look like somebody knows... Like, yeah, it's like, oh, no, you look like so-and-so from behind. Just the whole from behind <laughs> aspect. Like even you know, if, most even of if the, it's a guy talking to another guy, it's not really no, cool sounding. You know that most of my jobs would be like, uh, turn around. You know, I did all those calendars, and all the girls with the booze would be like, front, and then they'd see me, and they're like, turn around, and you'll be facing the car, you know, and you look over your That's shoulder. That's because you were the butt girl. Right. So, yeah. yeah, from behind, you look like Nicolette. Well, oh. you know, well, I, I don't think Nicolette had big boobs, though, and she actually kind of did look like you. Yeah, I don't think she had big boobs. And I've we've have some other run-ins with her, too. Yeah, so. didn't you own some of her outfits or something, or that was somebody else? Oh, no, that was, some, that was Janice Dickinson. Oh, Janice, right. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> so we went to the... Sorry, Nicolette. I mean, you know. <laughs> so we went to the Playboy Mansion, and I ca- that was kind of something on my bucket list that I didn't even know I had a bucket list for, but we, we, uh, we went, and I thought we would meet some really young, cute guys. That's not what hangs out there, is it? No! It's all these old men. And now, when you're 20, because I'm in my 20s, mm-hmm. if somebody's 35, they're old, and these people were older than that. Oh, yeah. They're old, <laughs> and so all these old men were there, and they all had, like, you know, their smoking jackets or their robes or boxers or whatever, and I thought it was gross. And, and, but guess who was there? Scott Baio. <laughs> right, right. Now, was, was he wearing, like, the unitard with the T-back, or was he wearing, <laughs> I, this, was the, he's wearing the uh, jock strap? And I, the... I actually don't remember what he was wearing. I just remember him being there. So it wasn't as fun as I thought, but it was fun to say you did. So the, I remember the next day, I remember calling my dad and mom, oh my God, because I knew my dad had Playboys when I was growing up, and I thought he would think it was so cool. I was oh, I got to go to the Playboy Mansion. I went to a party, and he's, they just did not care, and I thought it was so cool. Oh, Maria. <laughs> That's a stock. Well, maybe he just didn't want, maybe he was internally excited for me, but didn't want to show it because it's his daughter. Hmm. I don't know, but I don't know either. Um, so one more story with me and Amy. <clears throat> oh, you can say a hundred if you'd like. Well, you know, I had a real once. I was actually well. I'll br- I'll bring that up later. Now that I'm blah 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 all over the place, I was actually invited to the Playboy Mansion once. Did you go? No, I couldn't get my drugs in time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're gonna have to tell that later. Wait, hold on, hold on. Wow. Now I know why you're concerned about somebody drinking. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. Okay. Um <clears throat> so me and Amy <laughs> always sounds like we get in a lot of trouble together. <laughs> but <clears throat> I'd met Steve West from the Rainbow. Or Steve okay, let me start over. 
I had met Steve West from Danger Danger at the Rainbow when I was working at the Rainbow one night. He had long blonde hair. He was a drummer. He was super cute, nice, another fellow Gemini. And um, anyways, we started hanging out, and he came over one day, knew I had a roommate, pretty model, and he just like at one moment goes, oh my gosh. And he starts writing down all this stuff. I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, hold on. I just came up with a song. And it's going to be on my next album. I think he was. they were writing their album. They were probably in the studio writing songs for the record. Oh, maybe. That's why they were in L.A. Yeah. I didn't that's even, what I'm thinking. Yeah. I didn't even ask. And so he started doing this. And then he took out a like a band headshot. You know, not a headshot, but a group shot. And he wrote um, something on it and said, H-S-O-B. And I said, what does that mean? And he goes, "That's what does that mean? That's the name of the song. And I said, okay. So when the album came out, <laughs> the, the album was called Screw It, and the song was called Horny S.O.B., which was Horny Son of a Bitch. Hmm. And then we listened, and we got credit. It said Marie and Amy. He didn't spell Amy's name right, but that's okay. And then he wrote something, and um, I listened to the words, and I was like, oh, my God. That, like, kind of mortified again, but, you know, mm-hmm. n- you know, no one really knows it was us, but... I was on the Monsters of Rock cruise years and years and years and years later, and Ted Foley, who is was the singer for Danger Danger, was one of the singers on the Monsters of Rock, and I went to go see him in the lounge, and I was standing next to a bunch of people that I got talking to because I was by myself, and they were big Danger Danger fans, and somehow we got talking, and I said, oh, yeah, and we started talking about that, and I go, yeah, I was... That girl, that's who he wrote it for. And they're like, what? We always wanted to know what that was about and who that was. So that was kind of fun. That's some pretty deep fans. Yeah, you know I think I mean? they were from where they're from, like New Jersey or something. Gotcha. And, yeah, no, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Well, Monsters of Rock, you're going to go there to be your fan. You are a fan of that style of music if you're going to spend the money and go on a rock cruise because you, you hear that music in the all day, 24 hours a day. When I told Christina, she was like, that sounds horrible. <laughs> and I had so much fun. <laughs> oh, about the cruise? You're like, yes. oh, was this? And you're and yeah. Like, you wake up and you walk down the hall and there's Cinderella blasting and then you go to this concert and this and this. And, and she's like, oh, that sounds horrible. Yeah. Well, that's a whole different... <laughs> Generation. Uh, yeah. It certainly is. It certainly is. They don't like the live rock like we... We always did, that's for sure. Let's see what else is mm-hmm. um, Okay. Playboy, Nicolette, um, Charlie Sheen, Mark Slaughter. Danger, danger. Okay. Um, do we have time? Should we do another? We got another, it's 35 minutes so far. Well, yeah, but we've had a lot of stops, so I didn't know. Right. Um, Sweet F.A., Magic Johnston. Oh, I can talk about that. Yeah, okay, so... Okay, so since we're talking about celebrities and people that you notice and don't notice, this particular scenario, I did know everybody. I I recognized everyone. I was uh, driving for body language and had two of my favorite girls uh, with me just because they were cool, you know, and they didn't do anything that they weren't supposed to do and get me into trouble where I was like, you know, having to worry about like, how are we going to get out of here and all this crazy stuff, but we ended up at this, we show up actually on Mulholland, and we show up at this house, and it looks just like 
this little shack, kind of like what um, Christus Place in Malibu is. You know, like you see the Yeah, it address. looks kind of whatever, but when you walk in, it is like beautiful inside and it's giant? Not yet. Oh. It, it was literally an elevator shaft. It was an elevator. The top oh. thing was like that. There was nothing there. It was an elevator. And I was like, what the hell? But there were six floors. Oh. On the side of my hall. Oh, that house. Okay, she has know? so many houses. Yeah, all right. You know somebody that has so many houses, I'm like, which house? That particular, no. <laughs> that's a different Malibu house, right. <laughs> my mistake. Yeah, right. No, okay, so that yeah, that particular house. Yeah, so it was like, that's the first time I'd been in one of those. And I go to the thing and I buzz and they're like, oh, yeah, just hop in the elevator and come to the third floor. And I was like, okay. And so third floor, the whole side of the house is glass. You can oh. see downtown Los Angeles. Oh, so it's beautiful. You can see down three other right. floors to a black bottom pool with a giant oh. screen. Uh, not a TV back then. It was an actual, just a giant movie screen on one end with huge PA speakers. And oh, wow. Cool. It was amazing. It was Jim Hill, the uh, the guy from Channel, whatever he is. He's a network guy and he wears his, this is for the video, he wears his shirt all the way up like this like the button is right there i think he actually even buttons in a little bit of skin from his neck because it's really tight he's always wore it like that jim hill but he's like a very not benny hill no no <laughs> he's a respected okay i don't know who it is oh that's why i don't know anything sports news okay i'm just gonna listen so he's like hey uh you know the, the rams won the night and uh, the lakers blah 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 and so but he has been doing it around here for i mean decades Still does it. Still alive, still does it. That's his job. Um, he had a six-floor house in Mulholland at the time, all glass windows on every floor. Absolutely amazing. So what the party was, was Mike Tyson's bodyguard was getting married. So it was Mike Tyson's bodyguard, Jim Hill, and the rest of the people were the Los Angeles Lakers. Ooh. Now I know who they are. Yeah. And that was during um, Magic Johnson's time. It was old, mm. you know. It's back shows how long I've been around. But um, I never, you know, I'm six foot tall. I never felt like a Short. midget because <laughs> everybody mean, was giant. These guys could literally see the top of my head. Wow, you know what I mean? And like I shook their hands, and they wrapped all the way around my hands twice. Oh, it was crazy. Now oh. I know why they're like super athletes. They, oh. They really are. You know what I mean? It's like amazing. It's really cool. And they were super well-behaved, super cool guys. Everything went off really smooth. And um, they do this one thing. I don't remember if you ever saw them do it. Um, they do this thing called the wrap. Sometime during Feed the Kitty, which we talked about before, uh-huh. when a guy puts a, a bill in his mouth and the girl picks it up with her kitty, uh-huh. the other girl can, be, can put a bill around the guy's willy Oh. And pull the bill off his willy with her teeth. Oh, hmm. so it's kind of semi simulating a, oh. a blowjob, but okay. oh. not okay. really. Um, somebody oh. paid to have them do that to Magic Johnson. Oh, so the moral of this story, or the pun, or ending of the story is: I have actually seen Magic's Johnson. <laughs> I have a question. You have a question. How big was Magic's Johnston? Wait, did I say that right? You did not say it right. I, yeah. I thought not. Yeah, it's a Johnson. Johnson. Say Johnson. Yes. Johnson. How big was Magic? Well, it seemed. Um, Johnson. You know, it seemed uh, 
you know, it wasn't like he was excited or anything. So there wasn't like any blood flow going on. I think what? he was like all guys in that situation. They're a little like, <laughs> okay, oh my that, god, that's you know? a little bit too much information. Oh. Like, is it as big as like, um, you know, like name some kind of vegetable or fruit? There wasn't a vegetables or fruit laying around for me to compare it to. <laughs> oh my gosh, like a banana or like a pineapple wow. or an eggplant. A pineapple or an eggplant. <laughs> pineapple is what really gets me the most. I've never seen a I penis shaped like a pineapple. I couldn't think of any other fruit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think the guy was doing all right. You know what I mean? It seemed it seemed uh, relevant to his. <laughs> To his height and okay. size. Okay, so it just know? matched his body. Yeah. yeah. All right. It wasn't like a, you know, anything that was like, good Lord. Oh, just, and okay, as just, you know, I have spent some years in the porn business, so I've seen a few situations that have been like, good Lord. Oh, I gosh. have seen that. Okay, well, that'll be for a so, later time. <laughs> it wasn't that, but it wasn't like, oh, the poor guy. Yeah, it wasn't that either. Okay. So it's just like, yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. All yeah. right. So, uh... Till next time. Yeah. <laughs> we'll bring you some more fabulous stories next time. See ya. See ya. Next time. And then you had to see them naked because the picture you took, were they naked? Oh, yeah. I took a picture of their face with their mouth open and closed. What? Oh, my gosh. And I took oh a my uh, gosh. picture really? of them from the front, a picture of them from the back, and a picture of them from the back when they bent over and grabbed their ankles. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Yeah. That's what the guy you worked for wanted, or is that just typical, I standard? I think that was the standard thing, because they were all ready for it. Wow, that's weird. Okay. Yeah. For episode-related photos and videos, check out our website at allaboutyoupodcast.com. It's all about you. Us.